Hello, ladies and gentlemen, this is Claudia Monicelli with another episode of Multiple Voices. My Multiple Voices podcast, true to its name, includes different series. For example, we have the Voices of Love, where we discuss relationships, the voice of empowerment, the voice of laughter and play, the voice of pleasure, and the magical voice of archetypes and how they change the way we live. But we also have the voice of memory that includes everything from history to discussions of past life regression. There's also writing voices where we interview both seasoned writers and authors who have just started getting their feet wet with writing and we learn what can work for you as potential writers. Our series called Voice of the Spirit discusses different forms of spirituality and religion. And then Channeling Voices is a series that covers what happens when you channel, but is also extended to mediumship. Take a moment to review this podcast if you've enjoyed listening, and leave a hearty five stars. I'd appreciate it. Enjoy your listening. Ladies and gentlemen, this is another episode of our podcast, and I have with me Emily McGill. Emily, say hello so people hear your voice. Hello, Hello, Claudia. Emily's here. She's located in New York City. And um, Emily, she's a woman after my own heart. She is today a tarot reader. She's a tarot reader and communications consultant. Um, after nearly a decade and a half of working in entertainment in New York City as a storytelling strategist, which is interesting just alone, and Broadway publicist, her path of self-exploration led to healing and evolution. So that's a long, um, it's not a long winding road, is it? Isn't that, um, jo- well, isn't that Emily, something that's ongoing all the time? Yeah. Ah, so it continues. But, Uh you know, it was after I was pretty well established in my career that I started on that road, right? Mm. So I didn't start on that road until I had gotten to a certain point. um, Where you couldn't take your job anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Let's tell the truth here. (laughs) But what actually sent me to therapy was that my grandmother passed away. Ah, that will do it. she was a very complicated woman. Um... But in a what way complicated? Um, She She must have been important for you. Yes, she was. Mm -hmm. Um, But she had a lot of trauma. There was a lot of generational trauma that Uh had been passed down to her and Uh then continued on. So, you know, I I feel like I'm the embodiment in my family of of when it runs in your, it runs in my family until it ran into me kind of thing. Yeah. Did did she Um, influence your move toward uh, divination using the tarot? She did, but she would never have known that when she was here. Okay, so was so I was did... raised in a very Roman Catholic family oh, and household. Okay, wait a minute. Wait before very you go Catholic. on. Before you go on, let me say a couple of things here. Um, so this, um, she started her exploration. We talked about healing and evolution, and at the same time, reading tarot cards professionally alongside her um, oh, yes. work communications work but she likes to unlock so you do work with magic because you like to unlock the magic in people and others um and what's let's go back now so we have the tarot springing up after your grandmother's Mm -hmm. what's her first name jean jean after jean's death 
in some way. But we she, called her Nonni, so you can call her Nonni. Okay, Nonni. Mm-hmm. In, in Italy, it's Nonna. Nonna. So it's nonna. Yes, of course. Nonna. It was inspired by our <laughs> Italian ancestry. Oh, so you do so have she, Italian ancestry? Yeah? Yes. On her, both sides, um, uh, maternal her, and paternal? Her, on my maternal side, mm-hmm. um, my Nonni's, um, so she's my maternal grandmother, her grandparents came directly from Italy. Uh-huh. Okay. To uh to the US. So your fourth so generation. That, is, mm-hmm. that yeah. is the most sort of um direct uh-huh. path that we have for our family to okay. Italy. But my uh my my great grandmother um mm-hmm. her family was from Lithuania uh-huh. and she she came to the US as a young woman met my great grandfather who was who was the first generation mm-hmm. born in America of Italian descent. And um, so Italian cooking was what was passed down through Thank that God. family, which is so <laughs> so wonderful. I'm so grateful for my Italian yeah. roots. Yeah. So now we're on food. <laughs> we're getting to Tyro. Hey. Yes. <laughs> Makes the world go round. Makes the world go round. All right. So what actually drew you to the tarot? The tarot reading, the tarot as a deck. I mean, what brought you to get get that deck in your hands? Yeah, it was my therapist. Okay, she, what did she, why did she suggest it? She would have us every now and again during a session, she would bring the cards out yeah. to help find some clarity if I mm-hmm. had a question on something. Give us and an example. Give us an I example. Really because was people, there are a lot yeah. of uh, people in my audience who dabble in tarot reading some do it professionally mm-hmm. some play so mm-hmm. how did it work in a, a seer in a context of therapy yeah if perhaps i was struggling with a decision about mm-hmm. you know what i wanted to do with the next thing in my career or if i wanted to move forward in a relationship mm-hmm. whether that was romantic or platonic right. or a business relationship um you know and and we would talk through it and if i felt like i was still at an impasse after we spoke about you know, sort of dissecting the right. question, mm-hmm. um, she would grab a deck of tarot cards off of her shelf and say, all right, you know what, let's pull a card. Okay. And so it would help me get some clarity around. So let's, this let's, of... let's start, let's go down that path. So Great. you pulled a card and what would come out? Just an example. Well, I, I don't remember because okay. we did it, you know, we did oh. it pretty often. Okay. She okay. would pull a card out. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, she, she started me with the Osho Zen tarot deck, mm-hmm. um, which is a very specific deck created by Osho, who mm-hmm. um, of course is, was a, a wonderful guru um, in India. Mm-hmm. Although there's, you know, been some challenges across yeah, relations with some folks, but uh, it's a really wonderful, wonderful deck. And it, in in the sense of, I think, like the Thoth deck, it has um, different words that come along. Yeah, there's so the many cards. in the world. There's so, right. so many. Every culture right. has numerous. Exactly. Right. So uh, so it, was it a hop, skip and a jump to professional reading or how, let's go it through those process. motions. And you were yeah, still was... in New York at that time. Yes, right? I'm, okay. I'm still in New York okay. right now. I'm mm-hmm. right at this moment. I'm a block and a half from Times Square chatting okay. with you. There so you uh, I'm very close to the, to the Coliseum. So we're yes! in the center of the yes! city. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Um, yeah. So, you know, we were, we were talking one day in my therapy session and I said, I want to start a daily practice. Yes. I don't have something that I do every single day just for me. 
you know, something small. I didn't want it to be elaborate. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted something super simple that I could just start inviting daily practices mm -hmm. in. She right. said, why don't you pull a tarot card? And I said, right. because I don't have any decks. And, <laughs> and right. And, and, um, and she said, oh, well, there's this app on your phone you could download if you want to try that. There you go. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, I would love She's to try kidding. that. kidding. Yeah. <laughs> So I got this Osho Zen tarot deck app on my phone, mm -hmm. which I still have and use from time to time. Um, and I started setting it up so it would remind me to pull a card every day. <laughs> yeah. And I can't handle the little red bubbles. You know, what do you mean? when you get the little red bubbles that pop up on your phone to tell ah. you there's a notification. <laughs> yeah. I can't handle them. So you have to get so rid I of them. So I need to get rid of them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So every day it was really easy to remember to pull my card. Uh-huh. And did like you I pull said, it with a question or did you just pull it? Just a general uh -huh. pull, just like sort of maybe what is have my what is my day in store? Like mm -hmm. I kind of use it as a like a what's in store for this day right. or what's mm -hmm. something I should keep in mind or mm -hmm. what's a lesson or is it something that I need okay, to Okay, so this know. is a good practice to start learning actually. Yeah. yeah. It was and perfect. the app an app can even though apps are very, you know, uh, close-minded because they're of the they don't allow. Yeah, well, they don't allow you to use. They give you right the hanged man. The hanged man means this, but they don't give you enough leeway to put the hanged man against you know the sun or stuff like yes, that. Yes, so correct. it's a good but way to the, start learning. Mm -hmm. Well, and the thing is, is the Osho deck. Part mm -hmm. of the beauty of that deck is that the language that accompanies the cards is incredibly specific. Mm -hmm. Give us an it's example. Incredibly specific. So, um, for example, this. Uh, okay, the, I just happened to flip this guidebook open. Right it, to the queen of to the they call it the queen of water. Right, so this is right, our queen. So of it's cups. the queen of. Mm -hmm. But the card is called receptivity. It's not uh -huh. called the queen of cups. Okay. And it talks about receptivity represents the feminine receptive quality of water and of the emotions. Her arms are extended upwards to receive. She's completely immersed in the water. And he goes on and on with this right. language. Mm -hmm. And it's just, the voice is so specific. Well, she, you know, the Queen of Cups is a good woman. Just like the King yeah. of Cups is a good man. Good yeah, man. yeah. Or human, so, right? Like, well, yeah. But with yeah. this card, but even across them, like, I would find often if I was doing a larger spread, where there were perhaps seven, you know, one of my favorites is one that I learned from this book called The Flying Bird. And you mm -hmm. start with the here and now, right? And then we move on to what we're fearing. What does it look like on a table, this spread? It it looks like a V. It looks like a, oh, a, okay, a, v. a flying mm -hmm. bird. Yes. And you start with the one in the middle. Right. And then you go to the one next, right? And right, and left, and right, up left, until up we get words. Okay. Left and right. I'm sorry, I gave you the like wrong Like a chevron. There. Yeah. Yes, kind of. Mm -hmm. And, and, but it, it leads us to a new level of awareness. Okay. Right. So it's like kind of How like a cards? ladder. How many cards? Seven. Okay. So we start with the first card, which is the here and now. And then we move into um, the, uh, what you're, uh, what you're fearing. Mm -hmm. And then your response to that fear or your ability to respond to that fear. And then it gets into what your instincts are saying to you, what your external supports are. Mm-hmm. And then finally, you get to your um, relaxation and acceptance, and then arriving at a new level of awareness. Okay. 
And it's a really lovely spread. And I would mm -hmm. find that when I used the Osho deck and would read the description of the cards as I was starting to, to learn them, especially once I got the first physical deck that I received, which right. happened to be the Osho deck. Yeah. That was, you know, pure, I mean, coincidence isn't well, really a thing, right? But <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, so you have this deck you had, like mm -hmm. we're talking the past and it just started. Um, what made you, I'm sure you got other decks as well. Um, after a while, you just started, yeah. you know, collecting. And yeah. um, when you say you uh, read tarot professionally, what does that mean for you? To me, that means that people are willing to pay me to do it. <laughs> okay. So when you were not doing it professionally, who did you read to? For? Mostly my friends, mm -hmm. um, you know, myself and my friends. And now I also have, uh, you know, a weekly Instagram live show. Oh, ah, there goes my light. Good. Sorry good. about that. That's um, okay. With my best, we can still yeah, see with my you. Best, excellent. Uh, my best friend and I do an Instagram live show every good. week where we read tarot. We do a once a month in a, in a community that she hosts. Well, you tell know, us, and it's an give me, give me the handle in Instagram. Yes. What is it? Uh, it's at Emily Ann, Ann and E M C G. So that's and, um, Emily Ann, mm -hmm. A N N E M C G. Okay. Correct. Now this is that's you me. and her or? Yes. And my okay. best friend's name is Jen Letterer and mm -hmm. hers is at Jen. Okay. Well, this is both letterer. of you. I you can will, find it you know, me. follow you and I'll get, yeah. I'll, I'll find you when you go live. <laughs> Excellent. Good. But every Friday we go live. Um, mm -hmm. and you know, it's a, it's a cannabis friendly show. It's called pause for the cause. And we talk uh -huh. about cannabis when you reform say, in America. When you say a cannabis friendly, what does that mean for people from the other countries in the world? Uh, that means we smoke cannabis during okay. our show mm -hmm. and we celebrate cannabis. We see it as medicine uh -huh. that, um, that helps us in, in our lives. Okay. And so, and it uh, is legal we, in New York. Uh, it, it, is it is legal it is in New Jersey. I, here in New I York know State. now. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. We're getting, we're getting closer to uh, federal legalization in America, mm -hmm, hopefully mm -hmm. every day. Yeah. So, um, so now we're in Instagram and you start, how many people typically yeah. come to see you or chime in when you're live? It really depends on the day, you know, mm -hmm. what's happening in people's on lives. On Friday, you said, what time yes. usually and on we Friday? We start at 4.20 p.m. Eastern. Uh, New York because, time? Yes, correct. Okay. Uh, because 4.20 is historically a cannabis friendly number as well. <laughs> so that is our, that's our start time. And that's when we go. Okay. We spend... 30 to 40 minutes um, doing a tarot reading. Sometimes we'll play a game I love mm -hmm. to play called mm -hmm. one, two, three, yeah. where we pull three cards. Yeah. And before you've seen what, what they are, you have to, you know, try to decide guess. what your intuition is tapping into <laughs> that day. Mm -hmm. um, and then we flip all three of them over and we talk about them. And if anybody is, you know, who's watching has a certain card, we always ask them to put it in there, you know, put it in the comments and to let us uh -huh. know as okay. we're chatting and, Mm -hmm. And, you know, we like to hear from folks as they're watching so that we can share, right. you know, what their responses were and right. their experiences were right. with everybody. So, too. so I'm a client I, by word of mouth. I found out that uh, a certain Emily uh, and McGill is reading. Uh, I saw or mm -hmm. I saw you on Instagram. I She always sure. goes live. So I got in touch with you. I DM you and I say, come on, I'd, I'd really like a reading. I like the way you mm -hmm. work. So what would you do? We'd make an appointment. I would pay you some way. And yes. you, know, you have a website that 
yes. we will write right about yeah Yes, absolutely. Is that so Emily McGill Entertainment.com? Is that it? It no. is indeed. Okay. That's it. Okay. That's me. All right. And so because it's then all we... about what entertains me. Right. Of course. <laughs> so we're online and, and um do you ask people uh for I mean, how do you sell them by time packages? Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. So I, I invite you to determine if you want to do a mini reading. Oh, I lost your voice. I can't you, hear I'm you. Sorry, I think I tapped my computer. Oh, okay, okay, go ahead. Okay, you were saying you decide whether uh, if you want a mini reading, which is like just one card, and we uh-huh. can do pretty quickly, or we can do a thirty-minute reading or an hour-long reading, okay. depending on you know mm-hmm. what someone is interested mm-hmm. in doing. So let's say I get a thirty because it's the first time with you a thirty-day, sure. thirty-day, thirty-hour, thirty-hour. That's a long time. Um, so I come in for this half hour and, mm-hmm. uh, w- um, I know what I want to ask. Okay. I have mm-hmm. on my mind, I come to you because I want to know if, uh, I don't know, uh, this course I have fashioned is going to be, you know, if people will, you know, if, if it will start because I have to have say a minimum of 10 people and will it be mm-hmm. successful? So, mm-hmm. but I don't say that to you. What do you, mm-hmm. how do you start your readings? Well, I, when, when you sign up with me there, you know, there's a process that my uh, scheduling client does that will ask you as part of the sign up if there's anything specific that you want to explore during this reading mm-hmm. to share it. Also, if you have any experience having tarot readings in the past, I always like to understand the mm-hmm. level of knowledge and awareness so that mm-hmm. we can either spend some time understanding the structure of the deck yeah. You know, the between the major or minor arcanas, mm-hmm, between mm-hmm. how the minor arcana is set yeah. up, the meanings, mm-hmm, all of those things, right? Yeah. The the sort of basics so that when we start a reading, I'm not it's when I do a reading with someone, it's really participatory. It's okay. it's a communion between the two okay. of us. So I'm I'm going to be in communion with you. Um yeah. and I come to you and I say, I'll be honest with you, Emily, I, I read professionally as well, but I, mm-hmm. as a reader, I always go to other readers because you yeah. learn so much, you know, and, yeah. and sometimes reading for yourself is, you know, you have blinders on. You get stuck on. in the story. Yeah, you get you stuck in the story, yep. but sometimes, you know, as you go on, it gets clearer. So I'm mm. there with you. And, um, when people come to me and they said, well, what do you just want to throw some cards? I, I don't say it, but I think to myself, well, it's your dime. You could ask me the questions. We'll go right to the root of the problem, or I can play around and I'll tell you what I see. You know, both are valid. But in Mm -hmm. this case, I have this question, right? And Mm -hmm. I say, you know, Emily, I've worked on a program, this uh, course. It's about about 40 40 hour course. And um, it was very well accepted, but people have to sign up. And I have one Mm -hmm. more month before they can sign up. Will this course take off so what that's my question what do you do first um the first thing i would probably do is tell you that i can't predict the future and i'm not going to try okay okay (laughs) to me the tarot um is really more about giving me a visual representation or giving you rather mm-hmm. as as the person who's experiencing the reading, it's giving you a visual representation mm-hmm. 
of information that you hold within yourself. Okay. It's in your heart or in your gut okay. maybe, but uh -huh. it hasn't quite made okay. it up to your head yet. So, so now if you tell me that, I, I understand a little bit, but I, you know, I'm, I'm being the devil's advocate here. So sure, I understand, yeah, let's play that game. And I'm not sure if I understand. So you're the professional. So I said, okay, mm -hmm. just pull the cards and tell me what it says to tell me. Okay, is that a valid thing to say as a client? Um, you're welcome to say that as a client, but that's not how oh. I do tarot readings. Okay, so you know, well, do it. So do it. tell me. Yeah, <laughs> yes. So, so uh, you know, as I said, I invite you to to either come in with a question, or right. some people prefer to do a general reading. They they uh -huh. prefer to let the cards speak to right. them and exactly. say, "This is what this mm -hmm. is today." Right. Um. And, and you know, I. For me, it's more about helping you channel the information okay. that's already okay. in you. So that's what I do with tarot okay. cards. So, so I use the tarot cards and interpret what I know these meanings of these cards to be. Yeah. But then we talk through are like, is that actually relevant for you? For Does you. that feel right. like it, Does resonates? it have resonates? Does it feel like it yeah. aligns for mm -hmm. you? Yeah. Because sometimes it does and sometimes it doesn't. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Rarely does it not, right? right Almost every time. Because the cards don't lie. We all know that, yeah. right? <laughs> so, but, but still, let's say, um, because I, m that's my question. So it's a fairly mm -hmm. specific question. And I yeah. understand where you're coming from. And I understand what you just said to me. So where do we go from here? Do we pull cards or no? So Yeah, yeah. So are we, um, the next thing I would say is... Uh, Okay, so you have this question about how your course is going to do. Right. Right. And I would ask you, you know, I would say for a 30-minute reading, we'll pull three cards. Oh, so is okay. this is this a past, present, future reading? Is this what will help you, what will hinder you, and what is your untapped or your unrealized potential reading? And I will ask you to feel into which spread feels like it resonates more. Right. This okay. is part of the communion, the participation. Okay. Right. I okay. love because I'm a, I'm a theater kid at heart. Right. Oh, My theater person. Theater. Right. Yeah. So it's all about the collaboration. Yeah. Okay. But, and, but now, if it's past, present, and future, I would say to you because I'm I'm not getting it yet. I'm playing mm -hmm. dumb, and sure. I say, well, all I really want to know if it's if it's going to come about because the past I know I organized and I did it. The present I'm sitting here waiting to see who signs up. And, sure. you know, the future is what I'm interested in. So, but you mm -hmm. already told me you don't read the future. Is that right? Right. Right. Okay. So, so what should I expect as a client? You know, put yourself in my shoes. What should I expect? Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Well, then I would say if past, present, future doesn't feel like it aligns for you, let's try what oh. will help you, what will hinder you, and oh, what's good. your untapped or your okay. unrealized potential, All right? right? Let's we do pick that. the other spread. Okay. And so, so we choose the other spread. And then we pull the card and we pull our first card and see what it is that's going to help you to perhaps make this thing succeed that you want to succeed. Oh, okay. Right? So because it's a matter of you doing the work and showing course. up to okay. make your course succeed. All right. right. So now, is it also three cards, this one? Yeah. Yeah. It's what will help you, okay. what will hinder you. And so the okay. second card we pull is like, what's going to help? What's going to stop you in your tracks? Oh, what's going to make it help harder me? What for will you? hinder me? And what's the third one? what's your unrealized or your untapped potential. Okay. Okay. So and that's like, something mm -hmm. else that we can then explore. And so okay. it's like, these are talents that you have okay. that you maybe haven't considered inviting into this process okay. of trying to sell okay. your course. Well, can we have an example? Do you want to play and just 
do the pre that that you know for me pull that out so you and, have that particular question today, yeah i have that particular question so uh because i'm curious to see and having others listen to see how that would work mm -hmm. and i mean i could i could ask you questions all night long <laughs> this is my, oh i don't have all night long but all right so yeah, she's mixing meeting, she's but... mixing she's mixing i'm, I'm shuffling, she's shuffling, the deck here. shuffling yeah Yep, I shuffle like a, I shuffle like they're a deck of playing cards. Yeah. My grandmother taught me how to play blackjack when I was oh. five years old. The second I could count to 21, oh. we would play with pennies. Uh -huh. And she taught me to shuffle, oh, including dear. the bridge. And like uh -huh. I was like eight years old throwing cards all over the place because oh, I couldn't, my hands were too small. I'm, I'm not but a good, good shuffler. Practice for I'm my not a good shuffler practice. because especially tarot cards are are large they're usually huge. and and i just can't do that yeah they're big they're big cards they're huge yeah. yeah yeah so uh the deck that i'm gonna use today is a deck called the true heart intuitive tarot uh-huh and i love this deck because of it of how intuitive it is okay you can see the imagery and you can really you i mean you get a sense of the card just by looking, looking at, at it. it. Right. And uh -huh. that's my favorite kind of tarot because to be honest, there's no wrong way to do to, right, to read tarot. Mm -hmm. There are certainly um, can be flawed interpretations, right? But there's no wrong way to do it. Yeah. 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 And so I love these because they're like very, very clearly. <laughs> they give you what you want. Showing the personality of <laughs> yeah. each card. Okay. All right, so I'm gonna give him one more shuffle and then I'm gonna have him right. cut the deck. Oh, and I'm and going usually, to make believe I cut it, right? And usually, and I'll show you in one second. All right. Uh, usually what I do if somebody booked a reading with me is we would uh, you know, take a deep breath together to set the couple of deep breaths to set the container. You know, we've mm -hmm. kind of been setting the container this whole time in our mm -hmm. conversation, but it would be something we close our eyes, take a couple of mm -hmm. deep breaths. And then we get started in cutting the cards. So, and you have the person touch your cards. No, we do it this way. Ah, okay. You tell me when to stop. Oh, now I get it. Now I like that. Stop. Good. Good but for you. Last night, but I will say last. No, I will have. I will have people. If I'm reading in person for you, mm -hmm. I will have you cut the cards yourself. Well, it depends. I think that's important. It depends. I tend not to have people touch my cards mm. it's but that's a, a totally practice. personal decision yeah, right yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah i know people that won't let other people touch their cards at all mm -hmm. i know people that that's will me. let people play with their cards and read yeah. for themselves with yeah. their own cards yeah, yeah you know yeah. I, I i'm not quite there <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know i have a deck that i don't practice with ah. that um you know that was more of like a research deck because i'm in the ah. process of creating my own well then yes you can have other and people so the, the, touch yeah, those that, that yeah that kind of rehearsal deck yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm happy to have folks try and use yeah. but um but yeah very rarely do i have anybody else mm -hmm. so all right so this first card is what's going to help you oh, okay. in uh in selling your course okay <laughs> it's the wheel of fortune well the wheel goes up and down. How are we going to do that? The beautiful cards. Yeah. They are beautiful. Mm -hmm. And I do apologize. A light went out. But I see that it's upside down. You read mm -hmm. reversals. I I do read reversals. Mm -hmm. um, 
And I know a lot of people like to read reversals as perhaps like the negative interpretation if mm. they read a reversal. Mm. But I disagree with that because I believe that every card holds the full spectrum mm-hmm. of that, you know, of yeah. the, of, of the qualities. Um, I like to read inversions um, as the internal in experience or interpretation. Okay, so, so, so what was the first card? It, what was the meaning again? This is what will help you. Okay, so what's going to help me? So I think what's going to help you is your ability to ride the ups and downs, to ride the waves of life, mm-hmm. right? The Wheel of Fortune is all about the fact that like you can be on top one day mm-hmm. and stuck under the wheel the next, right? Mm-hmm. And so when we have this this show up for us, it's it's remembering that everything is cyclical. Everything comes okay. back around. Mm-hmm. We're always trying to find our balance right, no right. matter where we are so on the wheel. As as a client, I'm sitting here while you're talking. And I said, hmm, that's right. I must get my hands dirty with the marketing process. That's going to help mm. me. Because, mm, there you, you go. Know, okay. So let's go on to the next card. <laughs> okay. Great. So I'm sure so it goes help... longer. I cut you off. Yes. But, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We Go would ahead. spend some time. Well, yeah, yeah of course. Right? It's a 30 minute 30 reading. Minute reading. We're, yeah. we're talking about yeah. three cards. Yeah. We're going to spend some time yeah, on each of, of these cards. Right. Yes. All right. So then we would say this is what's going to hinder you. Okay. This and is what's going to hinder me. This is the eight of discs, the eight of pentacles. Eight of coins. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And so and you're so... going to have to tell me what will hinder me. Yeah, so I see this as, um, I always like to say that, uh, you know, the the pip cards, the numbers are a cycle in themselves as well, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And so the eight is getting closer to the end of that cycle. So you've done a lot of learning, you've done a lot of growing, Mm -hmm. you've done a lot of planting of harvesting, right? Like all of that has been happening. And I think that this would say to me in this particular instance that what's going to hinder you is um doing thinking more work. That the hard stuff's no thinking that the work's done ah hmm. right even because though it's an coming, eight because we're coming off of uh-huh. this wheel of right. fortune right mm-hmm. right there's still two more cards to go be, like okay so you this know, will still got one i get it so if i don't get my get to that okay ten of so i don't get my hands dirty with the marketing that will hinder me. Okay, so I get yep. the message. Let's go to the right? third card. <laughs> All right. And so this is your unrealized or your untapped potential. And All right. It's the nine of discs. Here Hang comes on. the show us close card. Show, there it is. So uh, it's a reverse. I'm, I'm trying to nine of discs. How, Beautiful card. Is. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so got you see, it. she's got like, it's almost like a peacock with all right. of her feathers and things around her. Right. You know, and there's some beautiful flowers at the mm-hmm. bottom. And again, this is inverted, Reversed. right? Mm-hmm. And and so what I would say to you with that is. What was the meaning like, of this one? I forgot. The nine of pentacles. No, so the, the, coming, the third card. What oh, is this uh, is what will, what is your untapped, your okay. unrealized potential. Oh, okay. And, and the, te- the, the pentacles being our physical, our material, our manifest, right? Because mm-hmm. it's the earth sign of, mm-hmm. of the four um, elements in our deck. To me, this is like everything you need, the nine, everything you need to get to 10 already exists within you mm-hmm. because it's inverted, right? So this being upside down says to me, you hold everything you need inside right. of yourself already to have mm-hmm. the success with this, mm-hmm. but you have to do, do the, the hard work. Right, do the hard work. And 
ride the waves okay. the whole time. You mm -hmm. have to be willing to ride all the waves. Okay, so I get that. Now that means I have a, a homework to do. I know what I have to do to, to get that going. Now this is interesting mm -hmm. because it does take a person away from uh, fortune telling. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm so this is interesting. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's, it's has, gives them the onus of responsibility. Well, that's the mm -hmm. thing you, it's, you have to take agency for your own right. life, you right? Take I agency. can't do it for you. Right. I can't do it for you. And if you asking me to do it for you mm -hmm. is actually you giving away your power. Right. And why exactly. would you want to give away right. your power? Right. You right. hold so mm -hmm. much within yourself, literally everything you need is yeah. already there. The yeah. This reminds me that. of an, um, an example just happened yesterday and, um, the poor, uh, she said to me, you know, please, I don't even know. Tell me if I love him. And I thought, and I did actually say, oh. well, if you're asking me that, I think the answer is really clear. You know, I'd, and I don't, I'm not sure if the woman understood yeah. me, but, yeah. um, that, that's, yeah. It's and and it's a lack of taking agency for their own. Uh, um, yeah, there this is a, there was interesting. A woman last night, I was at an event in Brooklyn reading tarot, um, and this woman sat down, and she, you know, every the two largest questions are always love and career, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. money and love. Everybody yeah, wants to know yeah. About money and but, love. Oh no, wait a and, minute, uh, that has up until COVID. When will I get married? When now? What is my soul's purpose? That is the okay. number one question that people okay. come to me with. Yeah, I okay, cool. I and love that's that. a big I question. That's excellent. I mean, that's a yeah, big I, question. I think a lot of the people in my circles have been asking themselves those questions for a really long time, mm -hmm. even pre-pandemic. Uh -huh. um, so I find that I've, I think that comes across for me a little less often. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's so. That last folks night, are. what happened? at this event but she was telling me that you know she thought it was about career but it might have been about her relationship and she had just gotten married last year and like we'll see what the cards say mm. and um her her friend had gone earlier and it's something her she had gotten uh uh justice but what it, what was I, the spread that you used for her um we were doing this one what will help you what will okay. hinder you oh, okay. and what's your untapped potential and um, her friend had done that one as well. And her friend, you know, who was a Libra and there was a lot about balance in her chart. Mm -hmm. She had like, you know, the four of pentacles um, for some, and in the deck I was using, that's a very balance-based card. Mm -hmm. um, there were, uh, you know, some other things that her friends was like yeah. about like, you know, go and live your life. And she was so upset because hers was like, you have to ask yourself some really serious questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that was yeah. basically what the card yeah. said to her. Like, yeah. you have some really tough questions to ask yourself. I lost your voice a little bit. Um, you're you're far away. Am I? Yeah, yeah. But... Now, now it's a little better. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The microphone might um, have been. I find that it's they're so personal. The readings are so personal. Yeah. To do them in a group or at a party, it becomes a little mm -hmm. difficult. And then people well, one understand. Well, one of the women sat, before they sat down, three of them wanted to do it together, my first mm. group uh, mm. of the evening, and um, like, you know, watch each other's readings. I and they know. said, does it change the reading? And I said, well, it's totally up to you. But when a particle is observed, it changes. Yeah. Inevitably, inherently, 
simply the act of observing when, a particle when you, changes that particle. When you say particle, let's use different words to make it a little clearer. Sure. Uh, anything, literally anything. So right? when you sneeze in Rome, subatomic in, particles. Right. Okay. So in in <laughs> right? China, everything is energy. Right, everything is subatomic particles. Mm -hmm. So the the there have been scientific experiments done where a scientist has watched the experiment happen of and then they've done the same thing where the experiment has gone unobserved and they've mm -hmm. gotten different results yeah they're they're that's called the researcher's paradox it's you know the observer's paradox in mm -hmm. in the academic, academic world right. yeah and so mm -hmm. with the you know with those women last night i said you're well it's it's up to you first of all right. i'm not going to decide for you if your friends right. can watch your reading or not that's on you right yeah this, come close this is your reading mm -hmm. yeah 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 that's true so but i mean you know it's mm -hmm. is it all that different from doing a reading on a on a podcast or you know doing well a reading? you know let's let's put it this way um when i i have a youtube channel right and mm -hmm. until yeah. probably january I did readings publicly in different ways. I did mm -hmm. monthlies, bi-monthlies, and what I will always have is the end of the year, the forecast for the future. In December, mm -hmm. I put out one for every, and that will remain. I've moved away from doing them online. I just started sure. the weeklies with all the signs because mm -hmm. I find that it's not productive because of the way people receive it they keep forgetting this is a general reading you know this yeah, is yeah, a general yeah. reading how could i do general readings for no one and that that is why i i'm tending to stop in public yeah because it doesn't sense. say anything it doesn't mean anything i do in instagram will go live when i have some yeah. time and it's um i'll use one card if they people ask me questions we and it's entertainment really yeah. it's a form yeah. of entertainment and i like to do it live it's mm -hmm. a different thing if you pre-record because it's yeah. static there's no interaction like you say and it's just not worth anything you know really yeah and the best i used to um, meet clients in new york city at, at uh, all different places in um different cafes and and read and and it sure. was just so fun you know it was just so much yeah. fun it's just different in person you know go mm -hmm. to someone's house it really is yeah and it's it's nice it's nice and you learn so much so um beyond the tarot what is something else that gives you real pleasure today work-wise oh um i still really uh love being part of the broadway community oh and um and and i really really enjoy it and i since uh you know definitely pre-pandemic i i've mm -hmm. been involved in um social justice within the broadway community but after george floyd was murdered my yeah. perceptions of of social justice in our industry really yeah. um, shifted quite a bit and mm -hmm. i have done a lot of work um in just bringing social justice to the fore of the work that I do and the clients that I work with in yeah. my PR consulting, communications consulting, storytelling strategy life. So, mm -hmm. um, so that's been really, really, really beautiful to see Has, some, is some folks. all of that included in your website, in the, yeah, um, everything's on Emily my website, the tarot yep. and mm -hmm. uh, there's okay, a the work with Emily tab and you can mm -hmm. see about 
the tarot good, work. Good, you can see good. about the storytelling, perfect, the pro perfect. bono PR. Perfect. Um, I'm also part of a PR collective, and we've got an online course teaching people how to create their own PR businesses. Good. You know, we know the future of work is freelance, and people like yes. working for themselves and yeah. flexibility. So um, we're working to help people get that for their own lives. So all yeah. of that is all on the website, right? There. Oh, great, great. And I'll yeah. direct people through my description underneath the episode. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming and being oh, amenable pleasure, to this, jo- this, you know, this game that we were playing with the tarot. Thanks a yes. lot. I hope we Thank our so paths much. cross again. Yes. Bye-bye, Emily. Bye.